Hey. Let me turn this heating up right here so everybody can hear my beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. Mm. All the weather outside. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. All the way we're outside is rightful. I'm not an animal. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Are we here again to paint a picture? What are we painting today? We are painting. Painting. It's been a long week. It's been a festive week. It's been a good week. I've been planning. I've been painting. I get shit done. How has your week been? Let me know in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. Alrighty then. Let's get to it. Today I ran a half marathon because I'm preparing to run an ultra marathon in February. February. February is the, the time when I will run the half marathon and it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be wicked. I'm gonna be upping the mileage every single Sunday until I do it. So I am prepared. It's very important to prepare for big runs. And when I say big runs, I don't mean having the, having the squits, having the shits. I mean running as in the physical activity running. I don't know why I needed to say that. And I did say that. Sure. Okay. Okay. But anyway, i tell you what, there's some things I wanted to speak about today. There's some fucking cool shit that I wrote down. Some cool shit that I wrote down in my... Uh, <laughs> in my trusty little moleskin. Here we go. Oh, and I've been trying out a new thing this week. I've been scheduling every single thing I do tightly. Um, and it has helped me immensely to get everything I need to get done. Who knew? Who knew? That creating a timetable and structure around your life would help you to get things done. Who knew? That doing all of the things that everyone tells you is a good idea is a good idea. You know, 7.30, coffee, ice bath, 8, run, 9, breakfast, 9.30, town. I've been sticking to this schedule, like, I, I change the schedule every day, but I make a schedule every morning or the night before, and I stick to it, and it helps me to get things done. And my advice would be, if you're struggling, to create, fucking create a schedule, all right, because... It's gonna help you to get everything that you wanna get done, done. Plus, putting I do like an hour of writing, an hour of painting, an hour of reading, then I do lunch, more painting, and then maybe more writing, or just keep painting. I think that giving yourself achievable goals, achievable little snippets of time, is the best way to make sure you get it done, because often we procrastinate because we're like, oh, I've got to spend all day doing this one thing. But no, if you just do it step by step, 
makes it a bit easier. And you look forward to the thing you're doing afterwards. And sometimes you carry on doing the thing you were doing because you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. You're still getting work done. You're not procrastinating. You're being productive. It's all good. It's all good. I also structure my week. So every week I do admin on a Wednesday. I think this is very important. Very, 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 very important. Yeah. I also wrote a blog this week on the cost of, well, not all just the cost of living, but the importance of collaboration. I, I'm collaborating at the minute with an artist who's been on the podcast before called Amira Dawood, and we are collaborating on facilitating a series of workshops to socialise the local community through these creative workshops that will be getting people painting, we'll be getting people designing tote bags and drawing and all types of different fun things that a lot of people when they grow up and turn into adults stop doing creative things they just go to work and they watch tv maybe they go to the gym maybe they do climbing maybe they're part of a club but a lot of people they stop doing creative things and it's it's a lot of fun it's relaxing to do creative things um you don't have to be good at it and i think it helps you to realize that failing is okay because it's not really a right way of doing art. Everyone has their own style and that's why I like it so much. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll get people saying, oh, I don't really like your work. And I, my, my usual response now is good because it would be really boring if everyone liked the same thing, wouldn't it? I'm drinking a lovely micro lot today that I got from m and I am trying to save money um so i am um, i'm reining in the spending i'm budgeting as i said that blog post sort of touches on the cost of living i think it's really important especially this time of year a lot of people might have spent too much on gifts and things for other people that's nice but you really need to have a look at all of your incomings and outgoings and debt and make a plan of action and budget diligently it doesn't matter how much you're bringing in, you may be able to save something if you have a good budget and plan of action for your financial situation. It is very important. Now, I watch a lot of these like motivational, masculine sort of like, sort of people online. And I was watching this dude, he's called Andy something. He created the 75 hard challenge, which is a challenge I I sort of tried and then gave up um, because I wanted to eat more because <laughs> uh, I was doing more running. Um, I think it's a cool challenge, but his podcast is great. I might put a link to it in the description if I remember. If not, sorry. You could just search 75 hard. You'll find someone called Andy. Listen to his podcast. It's really good. But he was saying anyway in the podcast, he was saying... Men, get a grip. You need to, you know, men and women, whoever's listening to this, you need to get a grip. You need to rein in the consumerism. We don't need as much as we think, you know. Why are we buying it? It's like in uh, Fight Club when they said you buy things you don't really want to impress people you don't really like. Buy things because they're useful. 
or don't buy them at all. Food, rent. That's it. Clothes, you can buy second hand. I got this North Face fleece for five pounds from a local charity shop. If I go in charity shops all the time looking for good stuff to buy, and after I've worn it, if I get bored of it, buy another thing, I'll get rid of one thing, I'll either sell it or give it away. Um, but yeah, I'm not really sure about the ethical, my, my, um, my sort of stand on buying stuff secondhand to sell to make a lot of money. I mean, I've done that, but I don't want to do it too often because I think that if you're buying something from a charity shop, a thrift shop, other people, you know, might really need to buy that stuff cheap. So, you know, this, I think about all of this stuff, but I also think, you know, I need the money. <laughs> you know, I'm an artist. I, um, um, you know, I'm always looking for different ways to make money. And I try to focus the ways I make money on the, uh, this industry, the creative industry, being an artist, something to do with art galleries. Um, I also always try now to make things that have some kind of good social impact that benefit society. So this current series, my, my uh, anthromicroscopy, uh, hopefully serves as a catalyst um, for people to help them do some introspection and to help them with their mental health and lives. And so is my blog. And hopefully this podcast helps somehow, even if it's just making you giggle every now and then. I'm sure that's, that's good. I think comedians do God's work. You know, I think laughter is um, really healing. And yeah, man, like fucking hell. Like just go and watch like Jimmy Carr or... Um, one of my favourite comedians is Tom Segura, Tom Segura, who also has a podcast with his wife called Your Mum's House, which is one of the best podcasts out there. Uh, you know, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. It's so funny. My favourite, actually. I also like Tim Dillon, and I love Joe Rogan too. Has some great guests on. A lot of people. They get all snooty about some of these people. They're like, oh, toxic masculinity. You know what I say? To, I say, oh, go fuck yourself, mate, because, you know, I enjoy it. Fuck yourself. <laughs> well, if it makes me want to kill myself less and it inspires me to do good things in life, then it can't be good, uh, bad, can it? it? It can only be a good thing. No one's perfect. And we, if we're blaming other people for something, that that shows you know what that shows me that shows me that you're a fucking silly bastard. Look within yourself to to solve your problems. It's not always someone else's fault. We can help ourselves more than we think, you know. And our family and our friends, and that's what we should be doing before we go and serve other people in society. You know, I used to sort of, um, when I was at uni, I was experimenting a lot. Um, I was dating different people. I was in relationship where I was allowed to 
you know, we were both like seeing other people. It's called polyamory. I didn't dig it. I don't think that's cool. I think that I did not like that, but I'm glad I tried it so I know. It's a ticket thing off the bucket list. What I would say is, um, my love language is gift giving. But what I would say is to other men out there as well, rein your spending in. You know, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't need to spend a lot of money trying to impress them. You want them to know who you are as a person. They want to know who you are as a person if they're actually after a, you know, an actual relationship, which is, I think, what we all should be striving for if we're dating anywhere, I think. You know, unless you just want a bit of fun, but I don't think that really is good for the mind, you know. Um, and I, what I what I thought about this year is how much money I spent on my own mum. You know, you spend hundreds of pounds taking a girl out, you know, trying to give her a good time. What about your mum? Come on. Like, your mother, who brought you into this world... You, what do you buy like some chocolates come on take her out treat take to take to a spa day you know your mother my goal is to flip in get my mum in a nice big house or at least you know just like i want to you know i want to sort her out sort her out yeah don't want my mum to worry. Why are we focusing on these strangers? <laughs> what is that? What is it? Is it a primal need to find a mate? I don't think so. Oh, it is. It is. It is that. Like, you need to, like, mm, mm, discipline. You need discipline. You need to put that, you know, little willy of yours away. And you need to have some discipline. <laughs> And uh, treat your mother right, you know what I mean? Treat all women right. Treat your friends right. Treat yourself right. Have self-respect. <sighs> yeah. What am I on about? <sighs> anyway. Chest day yesterday on rest day. It was pretty good. I've been neglecting my legs a bit um, recently after the marathon I did. But then this week I got back into my leg workout at the gym. I think it's very important to work out your legs. And especially since I've got this ultra coming up, I think it's a necessity. Yeah. To... Um, work them out and strengthen them i see it in all, all aspects of my life you have to practice what you want to strengthen so if i want to get better at painting and that I, I don't really like the word better painting just sort of develop as a painter because it can still kind of look shit but shit in a good way but i don't think it looks shit anymore like some people make really stupid looking fucking shit and it makes it like normal people be like, oh, fucking hell, and shit. And I, and I, I tend to agree these days. I'm like, you know what? That is a bit like, 
you know, unless unless they've got a really good hand hand style or a good way of using the brush, I can appreciate a really nice, simple, abstract or minimalist work. But some of the stuff out there, man, some of the stuff out there is, is a bit shite. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. All right. Um, yeah. And you should air that opinion, I think. It's okay not to like things. A lot of people, they're, like, they're afraid to say what's on their mind. You know what I say? I say, this universe doesn't really care about your opinions and we're all going to die and we should be honest. <laughs> Don't bottle your opinions up because you're scared of the reaction. If you, if you get a bad reaction from people you thought were your friends, they're not really your friends, I don't think. I mean, they're just scared of what other people will think if they agree with you on something that's actually quite okay to say. Like, I don't really like that painting over there or I don't like that bloke over there who's saying that particular thing. Or like these climate activists that are blocking roads. I think they're fucking idiots. A lot of people are like, oh, the climate anxiety. What is that? Like, who the fuck? I give a shit about air pollution in cities. That's what I care about. And and the countryside and having more trees and having healthier air, less polluted air. But the way these people are going about their spreading of information is really kind of fucking cringy because there's a lot of posh people these posh middle class sort of private school educated people doing all this stuff it's so cringy watching them do stuff because you're like i believe i believe i believe everybody should think the same way as i do i believe this that and the other Fuck off. You know what I think? I think you need to piss off. I think you need to do what? Mm. Mm. Yeah, as I said, the environment, the environment is an important issue these days. And we must, we must, we must. We must appreciate that it is something we have to look after. And we are probably all going to be switching to electric cars in the next 50 or so years. Probably sooner, the government will probably mandate things. Those bastards. You know. There's another reason why you need to take care of your finances. It's because you have more freedom and you're less reliant on other people and the state. Being reliant on the state is a scary is a scary thing. They can take that money away from you at any point. People might vote in a government. The government we have now in England is the Conservative government and their whole goal is to reduce overall spending. And what they're doing is they're privatizing things and outsourcing everything and, and capping things and, you know, they don't want a big welfare state. I like the idea of like a universal income. I want everyone to be all right. I think everyone should have housing to live in. I think that should be a human right. I think it is a human right. I think if there's enough housing for everyone, we should all just get a fucking house. Do you not think? Sounds good to me. 
but people are possessive of, 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 of the holding property. They think they deserve it because they've worked hard, but a lot of people work hard and they have shit. So how about that? How about that? You know, the lack of housing and poverty leads to crime, in my opinion. It leads to crime. And then they and then they get put in prison or they don't do well at school and then they're and they have children and then the cycle continues. What you need to do is you need to stop. You need to be like, wait, this is the system we live in. Right, okay, what do I need to do to get to a place where I'm secure, where I feel comfortable and safe? All you have to do is work for a little bit. All you have to do is work for a little bit. Yeah. Work hard and you shall be rewarded if you don't spend all of that money on shit that you don't need to impress people you don't like. We think we need things, but we don't. We don't need anything. I'm here painting this picture. I don't really need, um, you know, these gloves, for instance. I brought these gloves because they enable me to not have to scrub my hands dry by getting oil paint on them because oil paint is tough to get off. That's a very bad example. What I'm saying is we don't need the designer brands. We don't need expensive cars. What we need is reliable, practical things that last a long time that help us to do what we need to do, which is to work hard, save money so that we are financially secure enough that we don't have to um, rely on other people for things like shelter and food. We can buy it and we own it. That's something that everyone who's young, right, they need to learn. Everyone in their 20s who's renting a property in a very expensive city, you know, what I would say is try and get out of that situation. This is a cost of living crisis. You need to be earning as much as possible and having as little outgoings as possible. It, it is possible to do that. I'm working on it myself. Um, yeah. Budgeting and having boundaries around finance is so important. Saying no to things that, you know, I don't have enough money to do that. Leave me alone. Let's do something for free. Let's do something that doesn't cost the earth. Hmm? What we should be saying. You know, stop trying to impress people. Stop trying to be like other people. Be yourself. We're all going to die. We're all finite beings. We are finite beings. Beans. Yeah? New Year, New Year's resolution. Nah, mate. Just fucking start now. New Year's resolution. Most people fail their New Year's resolutions, you know. You know why? Because it's just something they set. They're like, oh, this year is going to be the best. Nah. nah, mate. You need to change your whole lifestyle. It's not just about a year of a time in time in uh, a time in your life. You have to change your whole way of living. You know, you got to change. 
got to make the changes to have positive impact on you so that you can be the best version of yourself. And that includes financial responsibility and literacy, okay? All right. Rock and rolling every day of the week. Boy. The way I paint is to just go with it. I just let things happen. I see things, I go for it. I see an opportunity in here to paint a portrait and I'll paint the portrait, but it isn't a portrait. It's just sort of the shape of a head and torso that I'm starting to reveal in this picture. Okay. There's not actually a head there. It is a painting. There will never be a head there. Even if it was a highly representational, you know, a real, realistic, it, it still wouldn't be a head. So why, why I don't see the point in bothering. And plus I just find that very boring to paint things as they are. Um, does everything we see is just a perception Every, you know, our brain makes these images we're seeing go the other way up. We actually see everything upside down and our brain does something weird and it's like... And there's all these things and we all see them differently because we all have slightly different eyes. We all have slightly different strength photoreceptors, different types of photoreceptors, cones and... The other ones, rods. And uh, I don't know whether it's cones or rods that's, that help us to see in low light situations, but the, the photoreceptors that help us to see in light, low light situations, they can't see color. So when you're out at night in the pitch black and you think you can see color, that's actually your brain using memory to um, put color onto things, which is quite fascinating when you think about it. So. Can we ever really trust what we see? No. Everything um, is just a perception. Everything is just, you know, an image our brain makes up. You know, when I think about these things, it makes me less scared of the world, but some people that can freak them out. Because they're like, oh, Nothing's real, what? Nothing's real? Things are real. Things are very much real. But also, we shouldn't believe everything. We shouldn't take everything as fact, you know? We really shouldn't. When it's too good to be true, when it seems too good to be true, Maybe it is. Maybe it is too good to be true. Maybe, just maybe, you should step back and look at the wider picture. Try and figure it out. Is that real? Is that false? Is that a falsity? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't, but the only way you're going to find out is by doing the detective work, fucking around, trying stuff out, 
You gotta do hard, hard things. You gotta do hard things to figure stuff out. The more hard things you do, the faster you're gonna figure out life and the faster you're gonna figure out what it is that you like to do and what it is that you don't like to do. And you should go towards the thing you like to do, even if it's hard sometimes, you should go towards it because that's the thing that's gonna be easy to sustain as a practice, uh, as some kind of occupation to sustain your life. It's gonna be easier to sustain the thing that sustains your life if you like doing it. All right. So if you like making things, you should find a way to make money from making things so that you can sustain your life. If you like helping other people, you should find a way that you can help other people like therapy or working for a charity. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's important this time of year, the new year, it's better not to think of a New Year's resolution, but to take an audit of your life. Look at how far you've come so far. You've probably achieved a lot. You might feel low this time of year. A lot of us do. We get seasonal affective depressive uh, disorder or whatever it's called. Sad. Sad. But we should be taking a picture of, of where we are and where we want to be and go towards that one step at a time one little chunk a week we dedicate to our growth or a day however much time you can put aside to ded dedicate to growing and getting better at something it gets you a little bit closer to that thing and then eventually that thing will become the thing that you do most often in the waking hours so that you can sustain, sustain yourself all right yeah it's going to be difficult, it's going to be hard, it's going to, you're going to have to sacrifice living comfortably for a bit, but eventually it will work. If you put in the effort, it will work. You're not going to get it straight away, you're going to get rejected, you're going to have to be able to deal with that. You're going to have to be able to deal with falling over and stumbling. No one's good at anything when they're a beginner, and you are a beginner because you've only been doing it for a little bit. You may think you're good at it, but you have to get better and better and you need to convince people that you're good at it too there's a lot of artists that aren't making the best work in the world but they're doing well because they're sticking at it and they've got a schedule and they're talking to the right people regularly and they're networking regularly and they're turning up to events regularly and they're not being needy either being needy is not attractive people will not give you opportunities if you ask for them <laughs> which sounds really strange i mean when i say ask for them i mean desperately ask for them you can ask for opportunities you can apply for opportunities but being needy is unattractive we all know it's unattractive if someone's needy you don't want to you know unless you're really you're not got a lot of self-worth then maybe when someone's being desperate you go towards that but really you shouldn't be because they need to sort their lives out and if you're being needy you need to sort your life out we need to be heading into whatever we want, to heading to confident. We head up like that, right? Oh, right, yeah. We need to go, go forward like that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking a load of shit. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about.
I don't know, I don't know anything. I'm 28 years old. But just do stuff. And then you'll get other opportunities just by doing things and by going for things. Even if you don't get the thing, it might lead to another thing. And you'll have practice at applying for the thing. You see where I'm going here? You just do one thing and then do another thing and then do another thing. And life will take you in un to unexpected places in weird routes. You know, life isn't straight and narrow. It's... And that's, that's beautiful. But you've got to fucking get your head out of the door and go for something. Uh, every week I do this podcast and I talk about similar things. And it's good for me. So, you know, even if, you know, it doesn't really matter if anyone's watching or listening. Because at least I'm reiterating to myself what I think is important so I continue on this path of self-development and emotional development and, and you know, financial development, everything. Everything is being developed. You've got to have fun as well, don't get me wrong, but it's got to be scheduled fun. <laughs> no, you can be spontaneous. The thing is, I don't think drinking's fun. I think people that do that all the time are boring. And I don't want to be around boring people. Um, yeah, I think it's fucking... In my head, it's what losers do. I think you're a loser if you spend your time taking drugs, drinking and partying. I think you, you're losing. I think you're trying to escape. I think that you're not happy and, and you're going towards instant gratification to heal, but it's not gonna heal you because it's just gonna make the problem worse and then you're gonna be sat there one day crying, miserable, depressed, thinking, why did it get this bad? Because you didn't fucking do anything. All you did was fucking party and take drugs, you twat. So get up, pull your fucking socks up, all right, and have a go at it. Get yourself together, son. Because no one is going to do it for you. You gotta do it off your own back. Yep. You can't change other people. You can only change yourself. I say that all the time. Stole it from philosophers that probably stole it from their dads. You can't change other people, son. So don't try, just go at it, go at it yourself, do what you think is the right thing to do, alright. Oh, right, I think I leave that there, like that, and I think I might put it flat as well so that don't drip. Oh, oh my goodness me. Yeah. So what? We bloody talked about financial responsibility, how people that take drugs are fucking losers, even the ones that have a grip of their life, and then they go on and do mushrooms, and they talk about, you know, oh, I had an experience where I saw something going like that. What the fucking are you talking about? I saw some fucking thing wobble about, and it's this big thing. It's not a big thing. It's a fucking thing. How's that going to change your life? Fucking plant wobbling about. 
you can you can get to a hallucinogenic sort of state by doing a lot of physical exercise or starving yourself don't fucking do that either see the, the only way to do that is by doing something that's not very good for you by ingesting some poison or by excessively exercising until you hallucinate um yeah I mean, obviously, these, these things can have a big impact on you and change your life. But I would say go towards the healthier thing. Especially if you're in a depressive state, never try drugs. <laughs> never do them, ever. If, you, if you've got family that has a history of bad mental health or if you have a history of bad mental health, do not do drugs. You hear it on other podcasts, they'll be like, ketamine cures depression. Fucking don't go and buy some ketamine off some bloke on the street, some dealer, and do ketamine because you think it's going. It's not going to help. The, 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 these studies they're talking about, they've got a psychiatrist guiding an experience with very clean drugs made in a lab, um, and and they've probably tested these people to make sure they're in the right state frame of mind for these things, you know. You're not a doctor. Go to a doctor and ask them to help. Seek professional medical advice. Never self-medicate with illegal substances or legal substances like alcohol because it's going to make your life a living hell. Go towards health. Go towards reading and knowledge and gaining power through working hard and being disciplined. It's the only way to truly be free is by having a good plan of action, a good schedule, and working hard. Freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want all of the time, but it's about being able to do what you want when you want to do it, kind of thing. You're going to have to do things you don't want to do in order to be able to do whatever you want to do, is what I'm trying to say. Does that make any sense? I think it does. You have to work hard in order to play hard. Oh, I'm I'm just like a broken record saying all of this self-development stuff all the time. But I think you have to repeat it. It's like religious text. You just repeat it over and over again until it gets into your fucking fixed school, you daft bastards, all right? You've got to keep repeating it over and over again. Over and over again, you say to yourself, right, I'm going to get up at five or six or seven o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go and eat breakfast. I'm going to ice plunge. I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to head straight to work and do that one thing that I've been putting off for a few days so that it's out the way so that I don't get stressed because what's stress? Stress is putting something off and then not getting it done. If you just do the thing, you'll find a lot of the time stress floats away and also cardio is like the best thing for any stress or anxiety or depression in my opinion i have suffered with anxiety and panic attacks and all sorts of fucking weird like i used to go and take the dog for a walk and i i get a fucking panic i have to go back home after being outside I was Googling agoraphobia and stuff, and then I just got back into my fitness and my healthy food, and everything was fine. Everything, I've been out for breakfast this morning with my family. My brother was a bit anxious. 
it was very busy, it was very loud, but because I've been on a, <laughs> done a half marathon for a couple of hours, uh, I was easy as pie, I was, um, I was chilled out, I was cool, and I find it hard to get wound up at things when I've done a lot of cardio, when I've exercised, when I'm doing everything right, it calms you down, it lowers your heart rate, it probably reduces cortisol, you're probably using your cortisol which is what helps get you up in the morning to do the exercise, I think that's how it works, I'm sure it goes like that throughout the day, I'm sure it goes, it should do that, up, goes up in the morning and then down throughout the day I think, this is a stress hormone, so you need a bit of stress because it's like that, you got to get up, you got to go and do the thing and then you need it to like come to a slight decline so you can get to sleep in the morning. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, boy. Right. I need to finish this up now. Uh But I think have a good Christmas and I'll see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Forty minutes. <laughs>